the Light Treason News, everyone. Pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined today, once again, by Mr. Charles Rockhill. Round two. Hell yeah. Harley is still very much asleep on the chair. She briefly woke up when I fed the cats because I think she thought she was going to get in on the action. No, no, no. And I was just like, if you want to die. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think she clocked the situation immediately and She's was like, like, oh, I will go back to the chair. Thank you so much. Yep. Thank you for acknowledging me. It's been it was just an honor to be a contestant. I've never I've been here when you fed them before and I've never heard them eat so loudly. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah. Um. I apologize <laughs> if you're repulsed in any way. I'm not. I'm just surprised at like the volume of it. Right, right. Um, guys, I wanted to start things off. If you're new to Light Trees and News, the way this show works is we talk about pop culture uh, in the first third of the show, and then we get to bad news, and then we finish things off with good news. So while we're in the pop culture section, Charles, I wanted to ask you if you had any viewing listening or reading recommendations um i since i was here not too long ago i don't mm-hmm. have any viewing recommendations like i normally do but i do have some music recommendations Ooh. I went on a downloading spree um i downloaded hopefully my phone won't play it while i'm looking at everything um i downloaded uh ariana grande's new song mm-hmm. which is fine um just fine just fine okay it's um uh, it's called No Tears Left to Cry. It is uh, apparently a quasi like her after Manchester song. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, it. I expected her to come back with like a song of the summer. So maybe right, that'll right. be the follow up. Um, she, sure, she's got to process that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's about... I think from what I can understand, because she's not really, she's back to like not enunciating anything. Okay. Um, She is being like, oh, this just happens, but she's entering a new relationship. So she's like, you can't break my heart because I don't have any more tears left after whatever that was. Okay. It's it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's an okay thing. Sure. Um, I also downloaded, uh, there's only one song out right now, but the song that uh, from Mean Girls, the musical. Oh, I know someone in that. You know the guy playing... Um, um, Damien. Damien, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was in my 201 improv class, and he was so good. Even in 201, I was like, oh, he's going to be huge. And then he is. Bam. Yeah. Um, His name's Gray. They only released one song so far. It's the one that Janice sings. I think she did it on Fallon with Tina Fey. Mm-hmm. That's where I saw it first. Um, but that's very good, so okay. I'm excited for the rest of that. I heard it's really good. Um, I downloaded. Um, do you still watch Riverdale? I don't. I just saw the first season, which I liked, but it, it was one of those shows where I was like, okay, I get Same. it. Same. I yeah. stopped a few episodes in. I stopped watching season two. Mm-hmm. I think once it's bingeable, I'll watch the whole thing. Right, right. But they just did um, their musical episode. <laughs> yeah, I heard about this. Where they did Carrie the musical, which is a musical that I really like. A friend of mine it was in it. It just seems like so much. Like, because for me and my sensibilities, if a show does a musical, like that's a lot right there. But then Riverdale is so campy already that yeah. I'm like, oh God, that's like so much camp. Yeah. I uh, I didn't watch the episode. I've only downloaded the album. Mm-hmm. And it's also like I, when it was on, when it was off Broadway, my friend was in it and I saw it a couple times and it was very, very, very good. Uh-huh. Um, this is like, there's a little, there's a few vocal hiccups here and there. They're mm-hmm. TV stars. They're not singers. Sure. So, but they're doing their best. 
So it's okay. it's good. It's yeah. fine. Uh, if you want to listen to Carrie, listen to the off-Broadway I'm one. just like, what season are they in? Two. Doesn't that seem like a season six thing you do where you're like, we're out of ideas? Yeah, let's jump let's the shark do, already. Yeah, I mean, we got to get ratings up. Let's yeah. do a fucking musical mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. A real, they're real glee about it. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm also listening to a fan-made uh, Beyonce Coachella album. Oh, wow. Which is the audio rip. Okay. And I have been just listening, especially to the Destiny's Child track. Yeah. When they did Was their, that on Spotify? No, it's fan made. It's like oh, I okay. Can, I can send you the zip file. Yeah, but yeah. It's very good. That's awesome. Did you you watch the live stream? I did. I saw the whole thing. Yeah. They didn't. They only did one weekend, right? They didn't live stream the other. They weekend? didn't live stream the second one. Okay. But I've also, from what I heard, people were really disappointed with it. Oh, really? Uh, I don't know why, but I saw that maybe because the first one tweeting was so that. fucking epic. Yeah, she's like this. But Destiny's gonna... Child was in it again because I saw them in different oh, outfits. Yeah, oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know what her set list was or anything. But I feel like the first one being like, oh, this is gonna stream. This is I'm. Gonna go all out 110, which I get, and then here I can just be regular Beyonce, which is like already a 99, if not 100. Yeah, all the you're time. not gonna get two once in a lifetime performances. Yeah. Like the fact that we had that one is like, I mean, she fucking worked her ass off, healed it. Yeah. So those are the things that I'm listening to. I haven't really watched much since I was here last. That's awesome. I have some recommendations. Ooh. So I, where is it? Okay, I finally saw the death of Stalin. Okay, I still have to check that out. It's awesome. It's so funny. And it's very... When I first heard about it, I was like, it's such a weird idea because it's about, obviously, um, Stalin dying and and the insane power grab that happened Mm -hmm. after that, which is very comedic in its own right because it's all of these pathetic men just like desperately clawing at each other (laughs) for the reins of power. But... Nobody speaks Russian. Everybody is either British or American. <laughs> and that's very weird. But it's also They're not even perfect. doing like a bad Russian accent. No, they're not. But it's so great because it's more like... Especially for what's happening right now with the Trump administration, it's weirdly appropriate. Okay. It works really, really well. And I really want to see it. really darkly funny. Because obviously, you know, Russian... Russia under Stalin was horrific and the secret police like tortured and raped and executed people. And they don't avoid that in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they do. I mean, it's not graphic, but it is definitely addressed, but it, it's, it's really effective. I highly recommend it. Also, uh, new Venom trailer dropped, baby. <laughs> I heard about it. I haven't, <laughs> you seen, haven't it seen it. No, I saw the original okay. the teaser. It's way better than the teaser. Okay. I understand the plot a little more now. I, s- I still don't know what accent Tom Hardy's doing. It, it, he can do whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants. It's fine. But he also sounds like he's just doing his warrior character. Okay. He sounds more like a fighter than a journalist. Uh-huh. And like, I understand that journalists sound different and like no two people sound the same, but it's a very weird choice for an accent. Whatever. I'll allow it. <laughs> um, it was also very cool to see because the cast is amazing and all anybody's talking about is Tom Hardy, obviously. But like Jenny Slate, Riz Ahmed, Michelle Williams. Yeah. Like it's a fucking dope cast. How are they? I still don't understand how they're bringing Venom into something that has no Spider-Man. So there's a rumor, an unconfirmed rumor that might not be true that Tom Holland is in it. Okay. That is probably not true. I'm but if say not. Yeah. But <laughs> if it is true, that would make sense. If not, it's 100% Sony just had... 
contract deals with how many Spider-Man related movies they could make. And they were like, well, we can't reboot Spider-Man again. And they already gave it back to Marvel. Yeah. So they're like, what do we do? Oh, let's do Venom. Yeah. And get fucking Tom Hardy because anyone, everyone will see it if Tom yeah. Hardy's in it, which is true. I don't appreciate them exploiting that fact, however. It's something that I, when they, when, especially with Marvel, because so many different like movie studios and stuff own different properties. Uh-huh. I think it would be more beneficial if the studios like Fox owns X-Men, Sony owns Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Marvel owns most of everything else. I forget who owns a F- Fantastic Four. Yeah, that but might be it, one of the Marvel. weird ones where they're like straddling. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, if you guys all just work together, I know. you would have such amazing movies that everyone it's would so love. It's so fucking annoying. And I'm wondering if that eventually will happen, especially when they're really trying to squeeze the dollars out of it. If eventually they'll get over that and just be like, hey, let's do a joint thing. Yeah. Um, like those movies when huge studios have worked together yeah. and been like, all right, well, let's just put everything we have into this movie. Yeah. They've been epic movies. Yeah. So just so like, good. Stop fighting over the rights. Like you own the rights, yes, yeah, so you'll get profit. You'll still get money. That's what's so frustrating about it. But if you if you focus more on story and pleasing the fans rather yeah. than just being like, This is mine. Yeah. I think you'll be fucking awesome. I think maybe eventually that will happen, but not until they have squeezed every last cent from the Avengers from like Can you imagine if there were X Men in the Avengers movies? That'd be fucking well, what sick. What I'm afraid of is like these fucking actors are going to like their contracts are up. Like, yeah. you know, Chris Evans is leaving. Yeah. Um, Robert Downey's Robert Downey Jr. will be out. And it's like, you don't have a lot of time to make that happen. Hugh Jackman said he doesn't want to do Wolverine ever again. Oh man. Did you see Logan though? Logan though was sick. That was such a sick way to go out. Yeah. I was like, please don't do another movie after this. Yeah, like, no. this is so good. Um, like a prequel or something like that. So we're going like to have that. to find another Wolverine eventually. Yeah. Uh, he was so good as Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, he was. I was like, who do you get after Hugh Jackman? Did you see what he said once about his kids? Like his his kids' friends at school will be like, you, your dad's Wolverine, your dad's Wolverine. And be like, yeah, but he also sings a lot. So he's not like <laughs> super manly. So <laughs> shut up. He sings so much. <laughs> you don't even understand. Uh, Tom Hardy said that's why he did Venom. Because his son doesn't get to see him in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and his son is obsessed with Spider-Man and Venom. Of course. And, like, knew who that was. Whereas, like, any other role Tom Hardy's done, like, in, like, Peaky Blinders, his kid's, like... <laughs> first of all, his kid can't watch it because it's so fucking violent. But also, it's, like, I don't give a shit about this historical... This is how his son talks. Yeah. I don't give a shit about this historical <laughs> figure you're playing. But Venom, he was, like, oh, yeah. you have to do Venom. I was just showing um, Chris the other day Tom Hardy's old MySpace photos. Oh. Which what like, a gift. Oh. What a gift. Please. Just like so hot and so slutty. And it's very homoerotic. Very homoerotic. Oh, it was the best. If you have not seen Tom Hardy's old MySpace photos, they're all online. Yep. And he doesn't give a shit. Like no. people talk, bring it up during talk show appearances and he's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what did you do on MySpace before you were famous? Yeah. He was like, yeah, I absolutely did that. He thinks it's hilarious. I it's love so when, funny. It was what something else Chris addressed. Uh, like when people are like, have you ever had sexual relations with another man? And he goes, I'm an actor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm- he had to walk that back though. Did he? Yeah. I think he like shot his mouth off a lot in interviews before he was super famous. Okay. And then like, I, you can kind of see where like an agent sat him down and was like, Hey, cause he, he like clarified that in a very like clumsy kind of way where I was like, oh, come on, dude. All right. You didn't need to do that, um, whatever. but whatever. I'll. I'm. 
I'm allowing it because I think it was outside influences. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, so also, I wanted to talk about Westworld season two premiere, baby. No spoilers. Don't freak out. I know not everyone has a, had the opportunity to watch it yet. I haven't. Um, ha- did you see season one, though? No, I'm, I still have to catch up. <gasps> you haven't seen any of season one? I'm I, I, so no, 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 excited. I saw the first episode. Okay. And I think I fell asleep. Okay. You have, so to, I have to. Yeah. You said this last time. That is to, not an up. uncommon complaint from people that it's slow in places, mm-hmm. but the point it builds to is so fucking insane. It's like. Just hang in there if you're slightly bored. It gets really good. Well, it's, it, that's that's the issue that I have with a lot of TV shows that I want to watch because a lot of stuff that I end up watching is like fluffier stuff that I don't really need to pay yeah. attention to. And then when it comes to Westworld or like the last season of Game of Thrones, I'm like, I need to focus on this. And then I put it on and I'm like, I'm dead tired. I've yeah. just worked I all day. I totally get that. That I, My brain works that way. We're like super involved, mm. intense stuff. I'm like laser like focused and I get very bored watching something like Riverdale mm. and I get very <laughs> distracted and I'm like on my phone yeah. and then I miss stuff and I'm yeah. like, wait, why are they mad at each other? And it's like, you, you would think that would be easier for me to focus on, but I my mind wanders and I start thinking about other stuff. Whereas like Westworld or Game of Thrones, I'm like, I have to pay so close attention to this that i can't daydream hmm. i yeah i need i need to get get it on i saw it was twitter exploded about oh, this world jesus it was so uh, they're doing weird stuff with time still i feel like i have to go online and like read reviews of it to fully understand it um it's just so dope i'm like a thousand percent invested in the world even shit that like doesn't make sense like why is there even an option to make these they're not robots, but make these like creations self-aware. Like there's actually a template they can use where there's like a bar with self-awareness and they can like bring it up all the way and like bring it down. I'm like, why does that feature exist? <laughs> Who invented that? Why is it there? Wait, so like they would know that they're a robot? <laughs> yeah, like, well, there's, I don't want to give too much away with no, storylines, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there, there's a scene where like they are modifying one of the, the and I guess androids. Um, and there's like different options of what they can do. And I'm like, why is that even on there? Can I, <laughs> can I ask you a question that you can choose not to answer whether or not the answer is a spoiler? Yes. Um, and over the course of season one, are there other worlds besides Westworld? Oh, like different theme parks? Yeah. Uh, no. There's not. Okay. Mm-mm. Is that, could that be something that they address eventually? Or do you think that'd be like jumping the shark? There's something in season two that they alluded to that Already? I was like, Wait, what? I don't know if I fully understood what they were saying, but if I if what they were saying was true, that might eventually be an avenue they go down. That's something I really like about if, like really well done TV is like if I watch it and I enjoyed it, but I'm like I need someone to explain this to me because I watched it purely as entertainment and I wasn't analyzing it. See, I yeah, I really enjoy when I watch it a second time, stuff then like I'll that that's kind of challenging. Okay. I like to be a little confused. I don't yeah. like being spoon fed stuff yeah. and being really hit over the mm-hmm. head with narration. Back and forth. Like, I hate when the main character looks at the camera and is like, here's what's going on. And I'm like, don't <laughs> do that. Freeze frame. Don't Bet you wonder how I ended up here. Oh, <laughs> God. I hate it so much. It's like, I, I like, I really like writers and directors who believe enough in their audience where they're like, I believe you guys can be a little confused for a while and you'll be okay. <laughs> like, I'm going to treat you like adults, yeah. basically. Have you, uh, a little bit off the subject, have you, uh, there's like a Facebook series or something. You know how they're like kind of have like stuff you can subscribe to on Facebook now? Yeah. There's one called Zach Morris is an asshole. <laughs> 
or something like that. Yeah. Or Zach Morris is a douchebag where it just analyzes the episodes and how he manipulates his friends and women into doing what he wants oh, and how he's a horrible person. A thousand percent. And I watched an episode and I was like, I was very young when I watched this. Yeah. I didn't know that that was what was happening. There's <laughs> this really weird libertarian angle to a lot of entertainment in the early 90s, like Saved by the Bell, Ferris Bueller, uh. about like the individual being smarter. It's always a white male, white cis male, being smarter than everyone else around him and he, mm. to the point where he can manipulate reality to suit him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and it's like a weird libertarian. Like, I think Ferris Bueller, it's very clear. Like, he's too smart for school. He's too smart for all the adults around him. He's like an entrepreneur. Um, Isn't there an Easter egg, though, that, or of a spoil? Um, no, I guess it's not a spoiler. It's fucking Ferris Bueller. Um, that like the whole movie was a dream or it didn't really happen. Oh, that it's Cameron's dream. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's very sick and like, uh, there's like, you know how people can analyze or, um, cause so many fantastical things happen in one day to this few people. Right. Right. That it must be Cam's dream. Um, yeah. I, you know how people can like analyze and manipulate anything to suit whatever, their weird, dark, twisted vision of something. Like, there's that um, theory that, like, Garfield's dead. What? And <laughs> I don't even remember what it is exactly, and I'm sure someone will tweet me. If you remember what it is, hashtag light trees and pod. But that, yeah, that Garfield's dead, and that every comic is just... I, it's either his dream or what happened before Google he this. died. Oh my god! Yeah, let me see if I can find it. Hold on. I I used to like when I was little was a really big Garfield fan. Like even like I would I would uh, like bu- get the books from the library and just go through all of them. Uh-huh. It was kind of like how like that Garfield, Calvin and Hobbes. What's the other one? Dilbert. When I got a little bit older, but then that guy's fucking ah uh-uh now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, I can't <clears throat> find it. But if anybody remembers what I'm talking about, hashtag light trees and pod. Um, I, w- I want to know what that theory is very badly. <laughs> Garfield is dead. Anything else that you're listening to, watching? Um, not really, but if we're still in pop culture, uh, have you talked about the madness that happened with Shania Twain yet? Oh, Jesus, no. Recap for everybody. Okay, so Shania Twain was just recently a guest on Drag Race and she was possibly the most unenthusiastic Drag oh, Race God. judge I've ever seen. Why do it if you're going to be a pill about it? Because she was on there. She was she, like, she was like, when she was critiquing people, she'd compliment them with literally no emotion behind her eyes. Oh, God. And we were like, this is weird. Like, Shania Twain's like a really huge gay icon, especially for country music. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, she's, it's very rare she doesn't release the rights to her music a lot which is why you never saw it on like the voice or american idol um so they did a song of hers which was was a big deal garth brooks does the same thing he doesn't release the rights to his music sorry i'm taking a photo of harley a lot of country music she's so cute uh that's all she ever does by the way (laughs) um so she was the judge on drag race and then an interview came out i forget what magazine or website it was but then she said that if she had voted because she's canadian she can't vote she would have voted for trump because she saw like a lot of honesty in the things that he said and i was like well i like the rest of the rest of gay twitter was also like what yeah oh yeah (laughs) um so people were saying that she was you know shania's canceled party 
Yes. And uh, <clears throat> and she kind of backtracked it. She goes, like, I was taken a little bit out of context. And, like, I obviously don't agree what with... the context, Shania? I don't agree with people being discriminated against or hated on for blah, 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 blah. Please still buy my music. Um, yeah, please still buy my music. I had one friend who uh, literally blocked me because I was tweeting about it. And he's such a Shania <gasps> stan. What? And he goes, you guys are just twisting her words and blah, blah, blah. He, like, had a breakdown. What the he, fuck? He was blocking people left, like friends of his. Blo- he's like, you all First are dead all, to me. I refuse to believe anyone stands for Shania Twain that hard. You do not want to meet this person. Okay. <laughs> I clearly don't. Yeah. I First of all, Shania, it just shows how fucking isolated and elitist she is that she thought she could say that shit and people wouldn't freak out. Yeah. You disappeared for Especially in the gay like, community. a decade, came back with a very subpar album that you're trying to hawk everywhere. Ooh! And then now you're saying that you would have voted for Trump if Come you on. could have. Come on. Go back to your weird castle. What did you think? Your weird castle. She lives in a castle. Does she? Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't know that. I don't know anything about her because I don't like her music. She lives in a Canadian castle. What the fuck? Why are rich people so weird? So weird. We just had, we should tax them aggressively for their own good. Because <laughs> if we don't, they become fucking like Kanye they or Shania. <laughs> and then they're like, I like Trump all of a sudden. You're like, What? What's happening? No one, uh, no one in America or Canada should own a castle. No. If you're if you're in the UK, maybe it got handed down. <laughs> yeah, and they're very old, and I know they're historically significant. Fine. No one should be building new castles <laughs> to live in. What are you doing? I hate it. All right, guys, that's your pop culture section, and now it's time. Don't worry, we're gonna get through it. Here is your bad news. So, as per usual, because I feel like this has happened a lot with our bad news items, this one has to do with immigration, and specifically the crackdown on immigration, not the fact that immigration itself is great. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded like I was anti-immigration. The crackdown on immigration, specifically ICE, there is this banana story over at uh, Syracuse.com that I'll link to in the episode recap. Um, it's an interview with a farmer from upstate New York. His name is John Collins. And John Collins is alleging that ICE officers stormed his farm without a warrant, cuffed him, and threw his phone when they were questioning him. He was standing outside the milk house at his dairy farm at the time when he heard yelling coming from the inside. He ran in and he saw his worker... Uh, Marcelio de Leon Aguilar pinned up against the window by armed men. The men did not identify themselves and were screaming at Aguilar. So Collins says, I run in and I say, what the hell is going on in here? Then the men told Collins they were officers with Immigration and Customs Enforcement. He asked them for a warrant or some paperwork to explain what they were doing. They had none. So he ordered them to get off his property and leave Aguilar alone. As this happens, Aguilar's children were watching. They were waiting nearby for the school bus to come. Collins said the officers put Aguilar in handcuffs and took him across the road to their vehicles. At least seven officers had come onto the farm. Um, Adrian Smith, who's a spokesperson for ICE, said he was looking into the situation and would comment when he knew more. So Collins followed them across the street and asked them 
why they were taking Aguilar, but he couldn't get a straight answer. He also continued to ask for paperwork, but was not offered any by the ICE officers. Uh, Aguilar and his wife, Virginia, are Guatemalan. Aguilar has worked for Collins for about nine months. Uh, Aguilar, his wife, and his children live in a home on Collins' property. So obviously this is terrifying because, and we've been calling, you know, ICE agents thugs and, and brown shirts and all of that stuff, but holy fucking shit. Like if they're storming private property? Without a warrant. Without a warrant. Not yeah. talking to the property owner at all. Yeah. It's like, why isn't this pissing off Republicans who are like such huge fans of property rights and private property? And like the fact that these are federal immigration agents storming someone's farm and arresting people you're okay with that i mean not even necessarily i mean yes they should be talking to the property owner but the person that they're taking first and foremost should be informed of why they're there Mm -hmm. and they should have a warrant for his arrest or whatever the fuck they're or custody whatever they're doing and then talk to the guy who owns the property but at least the person that you're taking away should know what the fuck you're doing so some background and this will sound tragically familiar um Aguilar's wife, Virginia, and the couple's four children were not in the U.S. until recently. She was caught crossing the border with the children. Collins said she had been meeting with ICE officers since she arrived and is seeking asylum for herself and the children because of the violence in Guatemala. This happens a lot, okay? So there is immense violence in Guatemala. They're fleeing for their lives. She gets caught. She's undocumented, but she's cooperating mm-hmm. with ICE officers. She's not trying to break the law. I mean, she had to break the law to survive, right? right? But now she's like, okay, I'm here. I'll meet with you. But the danger of that is you can be deported if you continue to meet with ICE officers. Which doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. sense. It's like, do you want her to obey the law or not? If she's trying to obey the law, don't fucking threaten her with deportation because then she isn't going to want to meet with you. She's trying to protect her kids. Uh, so Collins said Virginia met with ICE officers as recently as last week and has another meeting scheduled for this Friday. At times, Aguilar had accompanied his wife, who is pregnant, to some of the meetings. So that's why they were on the radar, because they were showing up for scheduled meetings, because they were trying to cooperate and find a path to asylum or citizenship. Yeah, It's, just, it's insane. It's like, do you want people to cooperate with the law or not? I... I, I Wait, so uh, Aguilar, he he wasn't the one who got caught crossing the border. So why is he here? Like what they would say illegally as well? It, it sounds like his wife and his kids were the ones who got, cro- they got were the ones caught crossing, crossing yeah. illegally. Um, it's kind of annoying because the way this is being framed is like a property rights debate. Like Collins is pissed off that... ICE officers came onto his property without notification or a warrant. And it's like... And he should be. Okay, yeah, you should be pissed about that. But also, this is a human being, and, like, <sighs> his wife is a human being, and she's fucking pregnant, and she was just trying to protect her kids. Mm-hmm. It's a human rights issue. Yeah. And, I, I, like, I get, like, no warrant whatsoever. None. And that what's so scary about that is because they're such an anti-immigration uh, frenzy right now, ICE is getting away with a lot of this shit that is illegal (laughs) you know like in this article at syracuse.com they talked to an immigration law expert and cornell law professor named stephen yale uh lore and he said ice needs a warrant 
If they go on someone's property without one, they're violating the law. That's just a fact. But they're able to get away with that shit right now because deportations have been going on. I mean, Obama deported deported a huge amount of people. Yeah. It's it's become it's become a routine where now when they break the law like this, people are just like, well, they shouldn't have crossed without the proper documents. And it's like, and sure you can have like a, you can have a lawyer say that this is illegal, but really who's going to hold them accountable for anything. Exactly. Because what they ultimately, what the prosecution can circle back to is, well, she crossed illegally. Yeah, she did. But what about him? Like you have, right. Again, she's cooperating. She did come here. She crossed the border. She got caught. She's cooperating. What did he do? Right. Because he wasn't crossing with her. Um, it doesn't seem like he was. So, I don't, so the whole story seems backwards and stupid. It's stupid, but it's also like... And racist. Even if they ha- it's super racist. Even if they had been crossing together, why is it not taken into account that this woman, she's not a criminal? I mean, you made her a criminal by the fact that you're saying that she's a criminal because she didn't cross when she was fleeing for her life in the proper way. If she had waited as long as she would need to wait to cross properly, she would be dead and her kids would be dead. Yeah, there's a very good chance. Uh, so she couldn't do that, okay? <laughs> so she she broke a... It was necessary for her to break the law. Other than that, though, she's not a criminal. See, that's, like when it comes to people breaking the law in order to survive, why is it allowed in some cases, but not when it comes to immigration? Well, it's especially like, difficult when we have a president now who is anti-asylum seeker. You know, mm-hmm. like, I think the United States has taken six Syrian refugees. That's insane. <laughs> it's insane. Wow. So yeah. we're, pe- I mean, fortunately, some other countries have been taking them, but we're the fucked up ones. We're the ones who are turning people away who are like, I will die if you don't let me in. And we're like, sorry. Sorry. That's... It, we're yeah. we're not crazy about brown people right now. If you just like slowly close the door. Yeah, I, like I no no thank no, no bye. Yeah, Click. we're the morally bankrupt ones, you know, and especially like and I say this all the time because I'm so fucking mad at them, but like we're the so-called Christians. <laughs> who would have been like closing the barn door on Jesus and Mary like no, sorry, sorry. I know you're I know you need help, but we're trying to watch TV and uh it's dinner time. Uh, you can go out back. You're if you bumming want, us out. You're, you're really bumming in. us out. Also, I didn't know you were a brown dude. I thought you were a white guy with blue eyes, and it's <laughs> freaking me out a little bit. So, I'm just gonna close this door, okay? I, yeah. The uh... <laughs> oh, Harley. Oh. Harley's making little pig noises. Little pig noises. I wasn't gonna say it, but you said it, and you're her father. So, like, if if. Just imagine waking up to this face, but also that face just snoring into your (laughs) mouth. (laughs) Like mouth open, drooling. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I can imagine that very easily because that's Desi. So ladylike Mm -hmm. and uh, precious, but also just a beast. Yeah. Desi is very overweight. So when he snores, it sounds like a buzzsaw. And he <laughs> likes to share my pillows, like, and he likes to lay next to me like a person. So he's his body's under the covers, mm-hmm. his head's on the pillow. This one too. Yeah, she maybe sleep- that's why Desi's not getting along with her because he's like, it's like looking into a mirror. <laughs> she sleeps on her back <laughs> if I'm on my back or on my side as like my little spoon. Yep. And she, yeah, Desi, nice spoon. She just copies whatever I do, and yeah. then I'm like, oh, you're snoring like a person. Yeah. 
Please stop that. That's why he's mad. You're waking me up. Desi, you met your soulmate. <laughs> so she will, I'll wake up and be like, good morning. And then she'll just sneeze directly into my mouth. Oh, what a little princess. <laughs> wow. What a weird expression she has on her face right now. <laughs> what was it? She's like a profound underbite. She's just yeah, like <laughs> she does sometimes. If her, sometimes if her l- lower lip doesn't like connect back, like she she does have an underbite. Aww, it's weird. It's very cute. She's so sweet. I'm a fan, Harley. I can't believe I've never met her. She's before. such a spoiled brat. That's insane. Though. Oh, you're so sweet. Okay, I gotta focus. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, actually, this is a good segue because we are currently leaving our bad news section. And guys, we're gonna end things with some good fucking news. So your good news for the day involves uh, Milo Yiannopoulos um, getting chased out of a New York City bar by a crowd chanting, Nazi scum, get out. In tradition of bad things happening to people we hate is good news. <laughs> yes. That's always my good news where I'm like, this person I hate had a bad day. <laughs> so fun. Uh, but yeah, he, first of all, bold choice going into a bar in New York City after proudly showing that you are a Nazi supporter. Um, so uh, there is video that I'll, I'll link to. It's from thehill.com. Um, video the shows video. the crowd repeatedly chanting the phrase, uh, Nazi scum, get out, while the former Breitbart news editor is seen standing in the corner of the bar. And then he left soon after that. And then apparently he wrote a post, like a lengthy post about it on Instagram. Oh, yes, he did. And he said, I was just shoved and screamed at by a big group in a pub in Manhattan and forced out of the place. They were screaming at the top of their lungs about Nazis and KKK. He claimed that he would have stayed at the bar, but that the situation was about to escalate into something ugly. It's now impossible for me to safely go out for lunch in the most major cities in America because I supported Trump at the last election and don't like feminism. (laughs) Okay, let's rephrase that a little bit. Because I supported white supremacy and I'm a vicious misogynist. Yeah. You shouldn't be comfortable in public, dude. Ever. Ever. You did this to yourself. You did this to yourself. But it is amazing to see him like slowly because he's slow on the uptake, slowly processing that his life is forever changed and he's not going to be able to do things anymore. Nope. Where he's like, oh, I can't go in public because people know I'm a white supremacist and I hate women. Yep. I want to know, uh, I didn't know that there was video, but I want to know what bar it was. That Yeah, it's in Manhattan. That's all they said. And also, but here's the thing. Milo didn't want to out the owners because he said they were sympathetic to they him. They did, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. He, yeah, where that. he was like, they were actually like, yeah, we're really sorry this is happening, but there's nothing we can do about it. So I'm like, fuck them. But <laughs> because that happened, he didn't want to post the name of it because he knew they would get harassed mm-hmm. too. Um, I think that also in the post, didn't he write something and be like, I don't know how to explain to my husband who is black, by the way. He, and in he case always you didn't says, know. That. oh wait, yeah, here's the whole thing. I was just shoved and screamed at by a big group in a pub in Manhattan and forced out of the place. One of them was a reporter for Gizmodo. I love that detail so much. <laughs> I hope they were the loudest one. They were, sc- And also, how did he know that? Was the person like, I'm a reporter for Gizmodo. <laughs> they were screaming at the top of their lungs about Nazis and KKK. Initially, I was going to stay put, obviously, but they blocked me from my table and my bag and yelled at me to leave, and it was about to escalate into something ugly. It rattled me a little bit, just slightly. Perhaps because I have something to lose in life now. My first thought was John 
was John and not getting myself hurt or killed. I don't know how I'd explain to my black husband that I got hurt for being a white supremacist. Wouldn't you love your white husband to refer to you as your black husband? Yep. Guys, I'm not racist. My husband's black. Right. You know how I insert the fact that he's black into literally every conversation because I just love him as a person and not the fact that I get to use him as a shield? My black husband, John. Have you noticed he's black? Have have I ever referenced him and not referred to his race? (laughs) Have I ever just said my husband, period? I sure haven't. I always call him Black John. (laughs) I didn't have security with me, so I had to just get out of there. I won't name the place we were at because the staff were really understanding and cool about it. But geez, it's now impossible for me to go safely out for lunch in most major cities in America because I supported Trump at the last election and don't like feminism. (laughs) What? He's so pathetic. Like, it would be really hard to explain to my husband... That I got my black hurt, husband. my black husband. That I got hurt because I'm racist. Right? <laughs> he would never understand. I do know some <laughs> conspiracy theorists who think the whole relationship is. I've heard that a facade and not true. Their wedding photos. He cropped his face out. Yeah. Well, he always claims it's to protect him, but it's also like, has anyone ever talked to this guy yeah. or like, who is he? Mm. You know. Um, I do you remember the time that I was on the show and I mentioned that someone at a bar thought that I was him because I have blonde hair? You lost your shit. I remember that. Yeah, I s- just screamed at him and wait, and they off. didn't know, right? Like why you were upset? No, because they're, like, they're like, no, because the guy came up to me, he was like Milo, and I go, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, Milo. However, you fi- I refuse to learn how to say his last yeah, name. Yeah. I refuse. Uh, and I go, the racist. And he, <laughs> he goes, he's not racist. And I go, and we're shutting this fucking conversation oh, down. You need God. to get the fuck out of my face right now. And then he's tried to start with me and I just walked off. Yeah. Well, I mean, Milo keeps saying that. So what are you doing in a gay bar? <laughs> yeah. Well, Milo claims that like, he's not a Nazi sympathizer. And it's like, dude, mm-hmm. you had crystal knocked as your password. Mm-hmm. You're a fucking white supremacist, Nazi piece of shit. And you can try to dress it up in intellectual language and confuse everyone as much as you want. You're a white supremacist. Everybody knows it now. Now you can't go into public because everybody knows. You did that to yourself, buddy. Yep. Oops. Sorry. Sorry your life sucks now. I it's like But at least you have your black husband who's totally real. Yep. And totally understands where you're coming from and doesn't secretly, secretly hate resent you. you so much because you introduce him as your black husband and refer to him as your black husband constantly. I'm gonna start introducing my friends to people. Only I'm going to be like, this is my friend, White Allison. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. (laughs) You don't need to announce that to anyone. They like sense me. I'm only going to introduce the race of my white friends. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Harley, are you so sleepy? Look at your little eyes are closing. Oh, my goodness. So sleepy. It'd be like if I was like, have you met my black dog, Harley? (laughs) Right. (laughs) I did notice she's black, but I'm sure there's other stuff about her, too. Right. Mm. Like she's so sleepy. Mm. This is my sleepy dog, Harley. Um. So we, I guess just in general, my good news story is, and I covered this a while ago, I think on Light Trees and News, maybe it was my old podcast, the fact that the extreme right is now eating each other and falling apart and apparently slowly processing the full ramifications of what they've done to themselves. And they're just being revealed as like pathetic, weak men. You're only going to be able to go to certain places and you should already have a list of that available so that you uh maybe don't die but also if you see milo out in public get a group together and yell at him yeah absolutely um make him uncomfortable wherever he is i think chanting nazi scum get out is a great response to seeing a nazi (laughs) in a restaurant or a pub what's what's the name of the guy who got punched in the face repeatedly 
Uh, Richard Spencer. Yeah. Yes. Also, do that. <laughs> Punch him in the face. Yeah, I mean, you can't spout this hateful, vile bullshit and then expect people to treat you civilly. It's like you are supporting ideas that would result in the eradication of certain populaces and then you cry when people are uncivil to you? You guys are being really mean. Yeah, this is all a response to fascism. (laughs) But you know who started it? The fascists. (laughs) (laughs) So then, then they call... Liberal snowflakes. Yeah, he's such a snowflake. I think a snowflake is a person who runs to Instagram crying because people were chanting at them in a bar and they had to leave a little early. Sounds like a snowflake move, Milo. Mm. Complaining on the internet like a millennial. (laughs) Classic millennial move. Yeah, and I mean, not just Milo, but like, you know, other members of the extreme right being revealed as um, criminals and disgusting individuals what does he do for a job now how does he get money i think he speaks a lot i thought a lot of those he's not getting shut shut down if he if if he gets shut down does he still get paid because he showed up it depends on his contract sometimes they do like a 50 percent now 50 percent later deal um because i know what he got some checks for his book but it didn't get published so he didn't get the whole thing right correct okay so he has probably has something but he doesn't oh wait in mid 2017, Yiannopoulos launched Milo Inc., a new media outlet dedicated to the destruction of political correctness. In February 2018, after dropping a lawsuit against the company Simon & Schuster over the publication of his book Dangerous, Yiannopoulos made an appearance on InfoWars. So that's, I guess, what he's been doing. Okay. So he started a new media company that I've never heard of until this (laughs) moment that I'm sure is thriving. I'm sure it's doing really well. Doing so great. Um, maybe his black husband works there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm generally enjoying watching the quote unquote alt-right, a bunch of fucking fascists and Nazis and white supremacists claps in on themselves, whether we're talking about Milo or other members of the extreme right or, uh, the Trump administration. It's like watching a hateful star die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. A very hateful star collapsing in on itself. Creating a black hole and a wormhole. Right. Um, but yeah, I we talked about this, I think, on yesterday's episode. But the fact that people who were like, I would take a bullet for Trump, immediately turning on him the second the feds show up. It's just, it's so revealing of how weak and pathetic they are can you imagine like if he eventually felt bad enough to like change his mind and stop being awful and did an apology tour like what that would look like i fully expect that to happen from him from milo from a lot of the members of the alt-right i think that's a pretty standard marketing move that once you have completely exhausted the resources of the fan base on one area of the political spectrum to then pretend to have an enlightenment and then tap into the exact opposite market where you're like, I see the error of my ways. I'm a feminist now. I'm yeah. That never really like with Ann Coulter, that never really happened, but she never got the kind of hate in public like this where she was getting screamed at at bars and stuff. I don't know. I know that people don't like her. Yeah. I don't know. Penny, but she's always doubled down and always has like 
a book every six months. So yeah, I honestly don't know. Or maybe she just doesn't cry about it as much as Milo does. Maybe. Oh no, she really doesn't. She doubles down on everything. Yeah, and like maybe she gets screamed at in public, but then she doesn't run to Instagram to post about it. She's just like, yeah, people hate me because I'm Ann Coulter. Um, but it just feeds her. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> she she might be one of those like I think those people are like deeply, deeply disturbed. The people who honestly get off on confrontation and people hating them. Yeah. It, they like thrive on it. I think there's like something deeply wrong with them mm. or at the very least something like deeply antisocial where like, cause most people want to get along. They want to, you know, work together. They want to be agreeable. They want to like, it's just a matter of getting through your day as efficiently as possible. So for someone to actively be like, no, I want to create obstacles in my life and I want people to intensely hate me. It's like, Ooh, what's going on with you? Was it, was it you, Rachel and Chloe who wanted Andy Cohen to do like a Trump administration reunion show after it's all over? Yeah. Somebody floated that idea. I think it was Rachel. Um, I would like, uh, a show similarly. That's just like the real alt right of DC where it's like (laughs) Milo and Ann Coulter and, uh, Richard Spencer just on couches. Honestly, would screaming watch. over each other would watch absolutely and andy cohen trying to deal with it <laughs> like oh god uh yeah so good so before we go for the day i let's leave uh on some more recommendations i realized i forgot one <gasps> in the pop culture section mm. and i have to credit chloe for this because it, it i started watching it based on one of her recommendations so it's the the great interior design challenge okay It's on Netflix. It's a British interior decorating show. And the way it's set up is it's four people competing for a spot in the finals. So they, I think it's three or four sets of four people and they keep whittling it down to one person who goes on to the finals. So uh, I've been watching that and I have realized that I am weirdly obsessed with it, even though I think I hate like 90% of the designs (laughs) because a lot of them are very, I hate crafting in interior design. And the British people are very big on crafting and like cottage looks. And I hate that shit. Like early 2000s trading spaces kind of? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like worse, like even (laughs) like so much stenciling and I hate stenciling so much. Like literally the last episode I watched a woman had in her design, she hand painted wallpaper of fish and it looks awful. I awful. Am, haven't even seen it and I'm mad. And the judges walk in and they're like, this is so quaint and home. I'm like, it's atrocious. <laughs> it's atrocious, but it's like weirdly fun to watch. And some of the designs are really great, but anytime the judges are pissed off and they're like, this is too modern. I'm like, I love it. I love when it looks like an Ikea catalog or like Japanese design. I'm like, I love it. Not been to my apartment. Everything is either Ikea or black or gray. That's all everything. Love it. It's very monochrome. So much. I hate anything that looks like a cut, like a nautical theme. (laughs) (laughs) Like I use rope from a ship. I'm like, I hate it. My coffee, my coffee table is a ship wheel. And every episode they have a challenge where, so in addition to the challenge of redecorating a room, like midway through them decorating, when they're at their maximum stressed moment, Mm -hmm. they pull them out and they're like, here's a piece of old garbage that you have to redesign. (laughs) Oh, so it's a little like that, um, that cooking show where they're like, by the way, here's some crap you have to work with. Yeah. Is that chopped? 
Chop Shore? Yeah. Okay. It's the one where they have to like fight against each other. Yeah. I think that's chopped. Although I don't know. I've never like seen you have chopped. To make macaroni and cheese, but then you also have to use like this uh weird ingredient that no one's ever heard of that it's gonna make it <laughs> maybe disgusting. Yeah, it'll literally be like, here's an old suitcase, and it's like some poor designer who's like, I made a lamp, and then they like... Out of a suitcase? Yeah, that's happened. Right. So, and I hate it. Whatever they make, <laughs> I hate it so <laughs> much, and these fucking asshole judges are like, how creative, and I'm like, it's so ugly. If I saw that in a room, I would be horrified. Listen, I'm, I'm not saying that it doesn't take a special kind of skill to turn a suitcase into a lamp because I don't think I could do that if I tried. But No, uh, I, I couldn't I do also, any of it. I don't want a suitcase as a lamp. <laughs> no, that's how I feel. Where like I do admire the fact that they're so artistic and their time management skills are sick. But like I have a very specific taste and apparently it's mm. not what most British people like. Or maybe it's the fact that they're in a lot of the time they're redecorating the interior of very old properties and one of their big things is they're like you have to honor the space so don't do something that is completely out of the time period of when the building was built okay so i think that's why they revert to like crafty stuff a lot but i don't know there's one designer who i really like who is very modern and very Japanese. And he'll get these horrible requests where it's like, I'd really like a nod to like New England design, which is like, what the fuck? Um, And he'll do it, but he like updates it and makes it modern and they keep dragging him for it. And I'm like, oh my God, keep doing it. Designs are gorgeous. Uh-huh. And they're like, it's too modern. I don't like it. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I uh, Do you remember like on Trading Spaces? It was such a great show. When it was Oh, when, Paige. Page all, was the host. First right? of all, when they walked in, because everyone loved it, but every once in a while there was a couple that was just like, silent. This is awful. Yeah. Like there's there's compilations of that on YouTube that are great. But that trend of like having an accent wall. Yes. But then w- that was also like textured, like with sponges or oh, something. Oh, yes. I hate, hate that it. so hate much. Hate it, hate it, hate it. I would really, though, I would like to pay for a YouTube series that, of you just crafting and just being mad about it the oh, entire time. Oh, I hate it so much. And like whenever, oh, when they add fringe to shit, I'm just <laughs> like, what's happening? I hate tassels. Why would you add tassels to something? Perfect. I'm going to get a, a bag of crap and just give it to you and be like, make something, Allison, oh. and we're going to tape it. I would make it and it would be dope, but I'd be so mad at myself. Like if you make it and then the end of the video every time is you just smashing the shit out of it. It's so, it always looks like a child made it. Yeah. It looks so, even when they do it well, I'm like, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Um, It's like Pinterest fails, but for design. You know what? I'm not against accent walls. I know it's it's kind of an old. Textured. Yeah. Or if you use metallic paint, that's fucking bullshit. No. Sorry. Oh, I'm oh so my mad god! About accent walls. Oh my god, they're they're very big on like painting fabric. Why? I don't know. But like apparently, there's a paint you can buy that it looks like you dyed the fabric. But sure. anytime I see them painting a chair, I'm just like, what is happening? <laughs> I hate this so much. And like same deal as you just mentioned with trading spaces. Occasionally, someone is like. I, and they're British, so they're very honest. They're like, I do not like this. <laughs> and they also, because it's a design challenge, they have, have to, to work the with their client throughout the process. Mm-hmm. So at any time, pretty much, the client can walk in and be like, I don't like that. Get rid of it. And they either can choose to work with them or completely defy them. But if they defy them, that's like points against them because it's like you got to work with your client if yeah. you're going to be an interior decorator. Yeah. Fuck. But sometimes compromising completely 
undermines their vision and then they get fucked because the design or the judges come in and they're like what happened and they're like well Mm -hmm. my fucking client didn't want it and they're like okay well you should have stood up for yourself more then and it's like what are you supposed to do (laughs) what do you want from me do you stand up for yourself or do you cooperate yeah uh interior design challenge uh yeah i don't know how many seasons are on netflix but i am plowing through them right now i started watching it chloe didn't make a recommendation based on any of that she made a recommendation. Oh, no, she kind of did. She was like, there was an older woman in season one who kept picking the most hideous colors. And Chloe was like, I could not stop laughing. Oh, I do remember her talking about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is a lot of that, though. Like, some of the designs are just like, what? And then you're just watching out of, like, sheer horror and curiosity. Like, what is this going to look like? <laughs> and sometimes they surprise you. Sometimes I'm like, that's going to be awful. And then they cut to, like, the final thing. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Okay. It's okay. Like I, w- I wouldn't live there, but I would visit. There was one kind of crafty thing that I really liked in one of the episodes, which was, um, I think it was like a Swedish box bed, um, which I had never seen before. But apparently, like in Scandinavia, sometimes uh, people, a it's like your bed, bed, but then it's like this very cozy, like almost like a frame for the bed built around it. Oh, okay. I, kinda, I think I know what you're it talking like about. It makes it very, almost like a cozy little like nook or cave. Okay. And I'm like, oh, that looks like it would be amazing in the winter. Instead of having like what, like those four post beds with the canopies? Yeah. It's, it's like built, it's like against modern. the wall okay. and then it's like built with the frame around it and then i think like a wardrobe closet built next to it so that sounds exactly like ikea so that's probably <laughs> that's why, why i like it, it. Yeah, yeah 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 for sure for sure oh god if i could buy everything from ikea i would did you know what i found out recently is that that episode from friends where phoebe's angry about pottery barn yes was paid for by pottery barn <gasps> it was one big commercial how did you find that out it was an article on i think buzzfeed or something uh because one of the people was a big friends fan and was like a like found out and was furious. You know what's fucked up about that? Because I remember that episode and I remember it was a apothecary table, yep. right? And I remember Look how many CDs it holds. Yeah. And I remember I was like, that's a dope table. Yeah. <laughs> it's from Pottery Barn. But it yep. made me want to buy it. I was like, that's really cool. I will buy it. Yeah. Mass produced furniture, I will take it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um all hail IKEA, <laughs> I guess, is the moral of this story. Guys, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't done so already, please, please go to lighttreason.news. Hit that donate button. It'll only cost you $5 a month to keep the show going so we can talk about news, so we can talk about fun stuff. So hopefully we can brighten your day a little bit. Um, We are 100% listener supported. No advertisers. No corporate sponsors. It's just you guys. So if you haven't done so already, please sign up. If you're in a position to do so, maybe upgrade. There are perks coming. My life is just chaos right now. Mm. So before I can pay for like merch and stuff for everyone to buy, I have to uh, figure out my living situation. Just part of the reason that Harley is here tonight. Hello. We're seeing if our little pets can live together. Um, so, and if you haven't done so already, please follow Charles at Charles Rockhill on Twitter. Um, maybe send Harley some love. She is snoring so loud right <laughs> now. It's insane. She's so small. How does she make a noise that loud? Uh, she also, I, I, I set it up as a joke, but she also has her own Instagram and Twitter, but I never use them oh, anymore. Oh, you don't update I, a lot? It has like five photos on it. I, st- I wanted to have a whole thing, but I just put all of her photos on my Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's part of the reason oh. I don't have one for Desi and Penny, because I'm like, I just post it on mine. Yeah. <laughs> like, post more photos of them than I do myself. And then, guys, yeah, we're also on Twitter, 
hashtag light trees and pod. If you have any thoughts or comments about today's episode, tweet them there. We'll see them. Um, let's have a conversation. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. And yeah, I hope you have a great day and get out there and cause a little trouble. <laughs>